game is done. David, you are my favorite Dodger insider. Time for Dodger Talk. If you ready for the brand new thing, let me hear you. We break down all the action and give you your chance to react. David Vassay is going to join us. LA's favorite son. 866-987-2570. We are rolling, boy, rolling. It's time for Dodgers Baseball. All right. Dodger Nation. Dodger Talk is brought to you by Chef Marito. Seasoning partner of the Dodgers. By Navian Tankless Water Heaters. For endless hot water, visit tanklessmadesimple.com. And by Chevrolet. Buy new roads. And now your host for Dodger Talk. David Vesey. The regular season is over. 11 more wins for the Dodgers to be considered one of the best teams in baseball history after after they win their 111th game of the year with a 6-1 victory over the Colorado Rockies. Welcome to Dodger Talk. David Vassay with you until 5.30 here on AM570 LA Sports. That's when we'll turn things over to Petros and Money. We are with you and we'll have Jose Moda joining us at 510 but when you look at this season before we talk about you know the postseason and we get closer to that after we find out whether or not the Dodgers are going to face the Padres or Mets and we have some news about what the Mets may be thinking in this wild card series I'll fill you in on that in just a moment but as you reflect on this year what are the games what are the moments of this 2022 season that sticks out to you there have been so many good ones 111 wins the most ever in Dodger history Los Angeles or Brooklyn they are the seventh team in baseball history to win a hundred and a and 10 games uh, not too many teams have done that and I feel like we all should on this day, the final day of the regular season, celebrate what the Dodgers have accomplished in this 162-game marathon. And in case there were any doubts that Dodger fans did not enjoy the best team in Dodger history, well, how about this? They came out in record numbers to Dodger Stadium this year. 3.8 million fans attended Dodger Stadium this year. That was the second most all-time attendance in a season, trailing only the 2019 season. Just a tremendous amount of support for the best team in baseball by you, the best fans in baseball. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Freddie Freeman came up a hit short of what would have put him in play to win the batting title. He needed to go four for four. Jeff McNeil was not in the original starting lineup for the Mets, but Buck Showalter had hinted to the reporters back in New York that if Freddie Freeman did get four hits, then McNeil would have found his way in the starting lineup to try to get one over on Freeman. And look, he was in position to do that. Freddie went into a little bit of a slump in the last three games, 0 for his last 13, coming into the regular season finale. Uh, you know, you could say he was tired, but I just feel like he was chasing hits, not just the batting title, but also trying to chase 200 hits. He was very open over the fact that he wanted 200 hits, and he finishes with 199. Just an outstanding season. You can look at it in a negative way and say, oh, he didn't win the batting title. Oh, he just came up short for 200 hits. But if you look at his season in totality, 
why isn't he being discussed as an MVP candidate? We've been talking so much about Julio Urias winning the Cy Young Award. I feel like we have taken for granted the season that Freddie Freeman has had. He's going to lead Major League Baseball with the most hits, 199. Trey Turner finishes with the second most hits, 194. They become the first Dodger teammates to drive in 100 runs in a season since Andre Ethier and Matt Kemp in, uh, in 2009. Freddie finishes with the most doubles in baseball. Uh, he, uh, he's just been incredible. He scored the second most runs with Mookie Betts, 117 in baseball. He has had an MVP caliber season. Clayton Kershaw also has had a great year. So many thought his career was over, and he came back and showed what work ethic, what greatness is all about. 23 starts, 12 wins, an ERA under three. He finishes the season um, with nine strikeouts in five innings, and on his career now has 2,807 punchouts. He passes Cy Young for the 24th most strikeouts in a career. So really a great finale in the regular season for Clayton Kershaw, and we'll see who starts game one against the Mets or Padres. Is it going to be Clayton Kershaw? Or is it going to be the man that Dave Roberts has said should win the Cy Young? And that's Julio Urias. If he should win the Cy Young, uh, I would want my Cy Young winner to start game one uh, and be able to come back and start game five and be able to have Clayton Kershaw ready for game one of the NLCS. Speaking of starting pitchers in the NLDS, the Mets are already starting to overthink things as far as how they're going to use Scherzer and DeGrom in the wildcard series. In the New York Post today, they reported that the Mets are considering holding back starting DeGrom in the wildcard series unless they're in an elimination game. So right now, their plan is to start Scherzer in game one. If they win that one, start Chris Bassett. But if they lose one of those first two games, then they would start Jacob DeGrom. Sounds like um, nervous time in New York. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. We have two lines open. Let's get to the phones. Let's go out to Nick in Northridge. You're on Dodger Talk with David Vasse. Hi, Nick. Mr. Vasse, thank you very much for the great job that you do all season long. Um, it's been a wonderful regular season. But I really wanted to uh, discuss the mentality and the approach going into the postseason. Like we know, there's 11 games that we need to win. Um, and I... I want to bring up a phrase that you brought up a few years ago, and I think Rich Hill coined the term, there is no tomorrow. And I want to go into these series as if it's game seven. Like, we, we still need to be able to prove that we are able to go one at that at a time with the intensity, like we, we must achieve and overcome um, these great players on these other teams that we're going to be up against. I still want to see that our batters, are able to hit the Scherzers and the DeGroms and all of these other aces that we're about to go into. Um, so uh, can you talk about the approach coming out of this little break and going into the postseason with the intensity that we know we can have, but we still need to achieve one game at a time, one at bat at a time, and bring home this championship like we, we deserve this year as a fan base and as a team. All right, Nick, thanks for the phone call. 
you don't win 111 games in a regular season without having that type of mentality, and that's the Dodgers' um, approach all season long. They've looked at today. They have not looked at tomorrow or yesterday, and that's what has made this team so very good. And Clayton Kershaw said this with Oral Hershiser and Joe Davis a couple of nights ago. This team has the ability to have fun, but when it's time to perform, they get serious. And that has been really a great quality for them and probably has helped them get through, you know, the marathon of 162 games. Because being in that clubhouse, when I'm allowed in that clubhouse, two hours, three hours before first pitch, those guys are having a good time. But when they go out on the field, even to warm up, they're focused and they're playing catch with a purpose in the outfield. They're taking ground balls with purpose in the infield. Mookie Betts, when he wants to work on things in the outfield, he's doing that with a purpose. So that's the ability this team has had that maybe the last couple of Dodger teams have not been able to have. 866-987-2570. Let's go out to Heather in Utah listening on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, Heather. You're on Dodger talk. Hey, Dave. So good to hear your voice again. I haven't called in for a little while. Uh, I've actually been injured myself right about the same time you hurt your wrist and your ribs. How are you doing? Did you go down a slide too? (laughs) I didn't. I wish it was a cooler story, but I broke my hip and my leg. So, (laughs) oh, I hope you're doing okay, Heather. I'm doing great. I'm really happy with the whole season that the Dodgers have had. I, I just have to really quick before we you know get all excited about the postseason, 111 wins. Like, are you kidding me? This team is insane. We've only lost at home 24 times. Like, I can't even believe if I was a, a fan of another team how awful it would feel to win, you know, to lose 57 times or whatever. You know, that we are so lucky that we are happy. 111 times this season um and a couple takeaways from the game today is trey trey is back belly knows it's october freddie freeman's the man i love what he did today even though he came up just short of that batting title that is still a personal best for him and he is just such an insane player mvp absolutely should be considered for that this year and kershaw is still the greatest of all time so i i really think that was a great way to end the season this year and i've heard 111 is an angel number so i think that 111 was meant for vin this year all right heather love that thank you um and i thought it was great today at dodger stadium as freddie freeman was walking off the field the fans that stayed here after the last out were chanting freddie freddie and he acknowledged the crowd as he was going down the steps he actually tipped his cap to the crowd. So if you go back all the way to his first home game in April with the Dodgers, he tied the game up in the eighth inning and was standing at second base. And a sold out Dodger Stadium is chanting his name to make him feel welcome. Here it was, April 14th against the Reds, one of my favorite moments from 2022. Wilson, the lefty, delivers. And Freeman with a shot to left center field. Long run. And it is a ground rule double. Freely went all the way to the wall in deep left center field. Hit off the warning track, bounced over the wall. And Freddie Freeman is aboard with a leadoff double in the bottom of the eighth. That double was brought to you by In-N-Out. After the game, head on over to In-N-Out for classic burgers, fries, and shakes. 
In and out. That's what a hamburger is all about. Crowd going crazy. Freddie Freeman, his first home game. And that was one of my uh, top five moments uh, here at Dodger Stadium and for the Dodgers in the 2022 season. Another one of the moments that I thought was outstanding was Clayton Kershaw becoming the Dodgers' all-time strikeout leader, uh, passing Don Sutton. Kershaw becoming the Dodgers' all-time strikeout leader on April 30th against the Detroit Tigers here at Dodger Stadium. Kershaw on 0-2. Torkelson awaits. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed strike three. There it is. Clayton Kershaw has struck out more hitters than any other pitcher in the history of the Dodger franchise. Going back to the late 1880s, no one has struck out more hitters than Clayton Kershaw. He's tipping his cap. He realizes what's going on, and so does this crowd of Better than 50,000. 2,697. More than any other Dodger pitcher in history. More than Sutton, Drysdale, Kovac, Vance. Now home plate umpire Bill Miller steps out. He's talking with Jonathan Scope. That gives Kershaw an opportunity to step off the rubber, off the hill, tip his cap yet again. Yeah, those are two really great moments. I have a few more, but I want to hear yours as well. 866-987-2570. The Dodgers win a record-setting 111 games this season. Let's go out to Andre in L.A. You're on Dodger Talk with David Vassay, live from Dodger Stadium. Hi, Andre. Hey, what's up, David? How you doing? I'm doing great. Awesome. Hey, real quick, 111 wins. That's awesome. That's all fine and dandy. But you know what? If they don't win at all, the season is a complete failure. So uh, I, pressure, I wouldn't say a complete failure, Andre. Come on. You can't say that. Oh, they got to win it all. Otherwise, it doesn't mean anything. You got to get that ring. You got to get that championship. I mean, I agree to a certain extent. That's how this team will be remembered. But you can't say it was an awful season if they don't win the championship. That's a little extreme. Not awful, but it would be a failure. They got to win it all. They got to win it all. All right, Andre. Thanks for the phone call. I'm not sure I agree with that, um, but I do agree that it is about the world championship. That's what separates the great teams from teams that you don't think about. I mean, how many times do we talk about the 2001 Seattle Mariners? They only come up once in a while when a team is getting close to their regular season record. And then we also add, but they lost in the ALCS to the Yankees. We're going to take a time out here on Dodger Talk. When we come back, we'll check in with Jose Moda, and also we'll get to your phone calls. We have a full board of calls at 866-987-2570. The Dodgers close out the regular season with a 6-1 to win over the Rockies here on AM570 LA Sports. On air at AM570, online at am570lasports.com, and... Available by podcast on the iHeartRadio app. This is Dodger Talk with David Bassett. When you're red hot, it's like you see it immediately out of the hand. Freeman with a shot to left center field. Hanks going back at the wall, and it is gone. A home run. Freddie Freeman now with 198 
base hits. That was his 21st home run and his 99th run batted in. And he ties the score at one. Freddie Freeman with three hits today in the regular season finale. He finishes the year with a 325 batting average, 199 hits, and a 918 OPS to go along with 21 home runs and 100 RBIs. An MVP type of season from Freddie Freeman the first year wearing a Dodger uniform. The Dodgers beat the Rockies today 6-1 to in the regular season finale. They are waiting to see who comes out of that wild card series between the Padres and Mets. They will host one of those two teams at Dodger Stadium next Tuesday here at Dodger Stadium for game one of the NLDS. Daniels Jewelers home run forecast congratulates Lee Sidiwada of Santee, California who receives a $50 Daniels Jewelers gift card. For your chance to win a $50 gift card go to am570lasports.com slash home run. We have a full board of call so we'll try to get to you uh, before we say goodbye and we head over to Petros and Money. But we want to check in with Jose Moda. And Jose, we've been reflecting on some of the great moments this season. Uh, is there one or two games that really stick out to you? Uh, yes, Dave. For me, is June 26th in Atlanta. Sunday night, Dodgers are one out away from losing that ball game against the Braves. Kenley Jansen on the mound. And the boys in the bottom of the lineup take care of business. Obviously sealed by a nice base hit the other way off the tip of the glove of the first listen by one Trace Thompson. To me, that was pretty much a game-changer, season-changer, emotional series with Freddie Freeman, and that was an impactful game for me. No doubt, no doubt. And there's a very good chance the Dodgers and Braves may see each other for a third straight year in the NLCS, Jose. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, you know a lot, a lot, enough about the Braves. They like the baseball. They hit home runs. They have great pitching. And um, those are the kind of teams that you want to go up against to measure what where you stand. And obviously the Braves know what, uh, what the Dodgers do. Uh, but there's no no doubt uh, that there's a collection course coming through, and hopefully it's the way it's going to end up seeing each other again. Not only do the Dodgers win on the final day of the regular season, not only does Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner get their 100th RBIs of the year, and Clayton Kershaw pitches five innings with nine strikeouts, but we also got to celebrate Hall of Famer Jaime Harin in the ninth inning. How special was that, being in the booth? Oh, man, it's it's goosebumps watching this man that has dedicated his life um, to this organization, uh, the fans that really have adored him. Uh, showing that respect, the players in the dugout on both sides, the umpires, you know, also looking up there and sipping their cap. I think it's remarkable to see this career come to an end in the regular season. Jaime will continue to work in the postseason, which obviously he deserves and, and enjoys and has done it so many times. And I am so glad that he got the moment. He got the entire week pretty much dedicated to Jaime Arena as he fully deserves after 64 loyal years of service. And I'm sure he's very proud of Jose Moda because you are going to be part of unprecedented playoff broadcast coverage on MLB Network. Yes, MLB Network is going to broadcast the ALDS and ALCS in Espanol, Spanish language this postseason on MLB Network. And Jose Moda is going to be part of the ALDS and ALCS. This is something very unique, Jose, to have Spanish broadcast on an English, uh, traditionally English-speaking network. 
Right. And, uh, you know, the, the games will continue on TBS and English, and I'm so glad to be, you know, given the opportunity by the Dodgers to continue to do so and supported by Jaime and the rest of the group. Um, it's never been done before. So a lot of people are going to turn into MLB Network because, you know, they're not, they're not broadcasting games and there's playoff games going on because they don't have the rights. They're assigned a game here and there, but this is different. They bought the rights for TBS in Spanish and said, boys, let's go. Let's get on the board and, and go for this. Harold Reynolds has been behind us for a long, long time, uh, myself and others around the game like Rolly Banyas. And it's just pretty much showing, um, I'm not going to say respect, just due diligence to the Hispanic viewers, the Hispanic listeners, uh, the players themselves on the field. I think the representation of the booth needs to be also something relative to what you see on the field. And, Dave, I couldn't be more excited also to represent the Dodgers and the many loyal fans that obviously I connect with here with, on your show that uh, we'll have a chance to listen to the games and watch the game as an Espanol on the network. All right, Jose Mota, before I let you go, we just had a very harsh caller call into the show and say if the Dodgers don't win the World Series, it's been a failure of a season. What's your definition of success for a baseball team this good? Go out there and win the world championship. That's the definition of success. Now, to get there, they've done what they needed to do to get there. And you cannot get to the World Series without playing good baseball and knowing what you have and seeing the resiliency, the talent, uh, you know, a team that never put their head down. They came up and, you know, through a lot of injuries, they know that there's a, a bullseye on their back and they just came through in, in a mighty way. So um, everybody wants the world championship, but you can't say it's going to be a failure if they don't. At the same time, here we are standing on the verge of, first of all, did I just earn this time off by playing so well and got a buy going to the, that first playoff? So um, just enjoy the moment. Oh, enjoy the ride because we know by what we saw today, this team has a lot of fire, talent, uh, a lot to play for, and that culture in there is one that tells you there's one thing they're playing for, and that is another ring. All right, Jose, we'll talk to you during the Dodgers' October run. Enjoy being part of unprecedented baseball coverage on MLB Network, and we look forward to seeing you there and listening to you here. Thank you, my amigo. I'll talk to you soon. There he goes. Jose Moda, Dodger broadcaster, has joined us on a nightly basis here on Dodger Talk. Dodgers beat the Rockies 6-1 to in the regular season finale. They finished the season with 111 wins. 866-987-2570. Let's go out to Jay in Playa del Rey. You're on Dodger Talk with David Vasse. Hi, Jay. Hey, David. How you doing? Great. Listen, um, <laughs> there was a couple of things I wanted to say. Of all the great stats, there's been so many great stats. The, the most telling one is, if you look, the Dodgers have by far the best record in baseball against teams above 500. Yeah, and that's uh, that's uh, something to be said about that because the knock on teams with this type of record, oh, you can only beat up on the teams with uh, sub-500 records. But the Dodgers have beaten all comers. And look, these six games against the Rockies, they felt like spring training games. Uh, certain guys had certain things to work on, but you saw today uh, they had something to play for. Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner wanted to chase down 100 RBIs. Freddie was trying to win the batting title. Cody Bellinger is still trying to stay on track. Uh, Clayton Kershaw starting is not going to let anybody have anything less than 100% focus. So I'm not concerned about the Dodgers. And, yeah, that's a great sign that they can compete with the best in the postseason, Jay. Thanks for the phone call. Let's go out to Bill and Whittier. You're on Dodger Talk live from Dodger Stadium. Hi, Bill. Hello. How are you doing tonight? 
I would say we've been doing good all summer long, Bill. <laughs> I would say so, too, my friend. 111 wins, you can't go wrong on that. I can't come up with a favorite moment because I've been watching the Dodgers all year, and it's been great. But the, the caller that said if the Dodgers don't win it, and I remember there was an article in the L.A. Times that said the same thing. And I said to myself, if that was the case, then everybody that had the best record would just win the World Series. It'd be over. That's not how sports work. Anything can happen. The Padres can beat the Mets, and then the Padres can come and beat the Dodgers. And you have a bad game or a bad two games, a bad error here or there. Anything can happen. And it doesn't mean that the Dodgers blew it. You know, it's sports. Yes, but let's not even talk about that yet. They haven't even played one game yet. I think once we get to it and we see how it plays out, then we can assess it. But at this point in time, uh, I think it's fair to expect the Dodgers to do what they've done all season long and play good baseball, have timely hitting, and get good pitching. That's what's going to win uh, in October. Thanks for the phone call, Bill. Appreciate it. Speaking of pitching, the Dodgers uh, may be seriously considering adding Dustin May to the NLDS roster after what they saw today. Uh, May's back has felt good for the last week. He is now just working on his body mechanics to help him throw strikes and have better feel for pitches. So today he pitched a simulated game before the day game that started at 120. It took place at around 1030 this morning. And here's what Dustin May had to say about some of the things that he's been working on with the pitching coaches, the trainers, and how it translated into today's simulated game. At the end, yeah. Uh, at the start, I was just kind of rushing to get home. But then at the end, when I settled in and like kind of felt the things I was supposed to feel, yes. Is it difficult, even in that setting, to try to put that in place and slow yourself down? Yeah, I mean, when you're facing guys that are in the clubhouse with you, you get a little more excited about it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just – and it's 1030 in the morning, so, like, you want to get going. Like, you're trying to get going as fast as possible, so, like – yeah, just getting yourself to slow down is, is big. I know uh, you never want to miss time, but speaking of slowing down, do you feel like this period of time has helped you slow down to be able to, to kind of get the feel for your pitches again and get yourself reset mechanically? Uh, I wouldn't really say that because, um, I mean, I had a really long time to kind of slow down. Um, but, I mean, I, I took a few days off from throwing, and, I mean, I wouldn't say get feel back, but, I mean, just trying to – get the body in a better position and i could uh see dustin may being a big part of the dodgers uh, nlds roster if they like what they saw today and they feel like he can throw strikes uh, and if he's not on the nlds roster that doesn't mean he won't be on the nlcs roster they may just feel he needs more time but let's face it the Dodgers only have about 14 pitchers to choose from. And Dustin May, I would say, is probably uh, one of their 13 best. Now let's go out to the phones. One more call before we turn things over to Petros and Money. And everybody on hold, I'm sure Petros and Money will take all of your phone calls coming up at 530. Frank in Monrovia, you're on Dodger Talk. Walk us off on this beautiful afternoon. Hey, Dave, thanks. Uh, I just really wanted to say, first of all, I hope you have a speedy recovery. Secondly, um, you never underestimate Julio Urias. He had a Cy Young-worthy type of uh, season. Vince Scully passing, there wasn't a dry eye in the booth. I still get kind of choked up thinking about it. And finally, uh, Theo Albert, you don't see that many fans at Dodger Stadium cheer against the team, but there was nobody sitting down when he hit number 700. 
Love it, Frankie. Thank you for the phone call. And for all of you that did not get on the show tonight, Petros and Money will take your calls. And if they don't, call back on Friday night. We will have off-day Dodger talk after the Dodgers finish their Friday night workout. We'll be with you at 7 o'clock on Friday night. And Max Muncy is going to join us and take your phone calls after the workout from 7 to 8 p.m. So that is Dodger talk on Friday night. That'll do it for us from Dodger Stadium. Thanks to Colin Yee, who has been outstanding for 162 games. Thank you to Jake Warner out here at Dodger Stadium. Thank you to our man, Dwayne McDonald, who uh, he and his uh, wife welcomed in a brand new baby girl. So congratulations to them. Thank you to uh, PR guru Juan Dorado, who, like a baseball player, has peaks and valleys during a season, but he finished off strong today. So congratulations to him and Joe Jarek, uh, two of the best in the business. Also, thanks to Rick and Charlie, the wind beneath my wings all season long. I appreciate them. They are the men. Coming up next, Petros and Money, in case you missed any of the show or our conversation with Cody Bellinger, you can find it on the iHeartRadio app. Once again, the final score from Dodger Stadium, the Dodgers win their 111th game of the regular season with a 6-1 victory over the Rockies. Have a great rest of your afternoon. Petros and Money is next. See ya!